Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to Criminalia, where this season we are exploring the lives and motivations of some of the most notorious lady poisoners throughout history. I'm Holly Fry. And I'm Maria Tremarchi. And in today's episode, we are going back to 17th century Italy, specifically to Rome, to look at the life of a woman named Hieronima Spara, who went by the professional name La Spara. So we'll be honest here at the very top of the episode. Outside of her work with poisons, we don't actually know a whole lot about La Spara. We don't know where she was born. Her first name is Greek, but is that where she hailed from before settling in Rome? How did she learn her trade? Was she married? Did she have children? We don't have any of these answers. Now, here's the tricky part. If you start to do a little bit of poking around, it is easy to think that there are, in fact, answers to those questions. But here's the problem with La Spara. Her story and her life throughout its history have gotten intertwined with another famous poisoner that may sound familiar, Julia Tafana. So 
you have heard that name before if you've been listening to the show because we talked about Julia in an episode earlier this season. And it's really, really easy to see why the two women are so confused with one another. There are some really big similarities. The biggest overlap, though, is their work. Poison and politics were incredibly intertwined in this period in Italy, but neither woman was in the poison's business to become wealthy or to become powerful. Julia and Lasparra were both known for supplying poisons to women around Rome, and their clients were mostly women who wanted to get out of their marriages. There was a subtle difference in their efforts, though. While Julia tended to help women out of abusive situations, Lasparra was available to help women become wealthy widows. And because they were contemporaries, that makes the information in many historical records a little wonky, too. For instance, some accounts suggest that Julia was a student of Lasparra. Some suggest it was the other way around. But honestly, to us, it doesn't look like either of those scenarios was actually true. What we do know for sure, though, is that they operated during the same period of time. And interestingly, they were actually even executed in the same year, although it was in unrelated circumstances, but both were poisons. So it's a little early, but we're going to go ahead and take a quick break here. And that's so that when we return, you'll have everything lumped together because we're going to set the scene of Rome at this time in history and how Lasparra fit into it. Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day-to-day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low-key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older (laughs) in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their brilliant eye brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie. And it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash criminalia for 10% off your first order. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. 
Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Your home should be your haven, and everyone wants to feel safe at home. If you travel a lot, it's really important that your home is secure when you're gone and that your pets are also safe. Simply Safe is advanced home security that puts you first. Simply Safe sent me a home security package, and I was really blown away by all the cameras and the quality of them. When I travel, I could check in on my cats anytime, day or night, and I sleep better knowing that once our alarm is set at night, I know that I'll be alerted if anyone tries to enter the house. Simply Safe has been named in U.S. News and World Report's best home security systems for five years running. It's also been ranked best customer service in home security by Newsweek. By partnering with Simply Safe, I've finally gotten real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get an exclusive 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash criminalia. That's simplysafe, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash criminalia. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your your sleep sanctuary indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes, clothing that not only promises but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. Welcome back to Criminalia. Okay, so I'm going to set the scene a bit for this time in Rome. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And all of it. (laughs) (laughs) This was a time when there were witch hunts. There were some very creative methods of torture such as boiling people to death. And there was also a plague epidemic sweeping through the city. So kind of a dicey time to live in Rome. Right. So this was also a time when the Catholic Inquisition was very, very, very active. Um, So if you're imagining just how active, so in 1633... 
They tried Galileo and found him, and we quote this, vehemently suspect of heresy. So you're probably thinking Galileo, heresy, um, because we're taught that Galileo was a groundbreaking thinker of his time. Uh, that charge may sound a, a little bit ludicrous, but it really did happen. Yeah, and they tried to force him to recant his idea of heliocentrism, which, of course, was his concept that the Earth and the planets revolved around the sun, which sits at the center of the universe. And if you know Galileo's story, you know that he refused to recant it, saying, quote, I do not believe that the same God who has endowed us with senses, reason, and intellect has intended us to forego their use. And this is also worth considering. This was only about 20 years after Galileo observed the moon through a telescope and wrote about it. He was literally starting the field of modern astronomy in a time when astrology was the science. So he was completely blowing people's minds, if you can imagine. His observations and efforts to understand the heavens scientifically meant that a lot of long-held religious beliefs were being subverted by science. And that meant that he was upsetting people in power for really quite a long time with all of this. Thus, the heresy charge. But this is not a Galileo show. Delightful and interesting, though his story may be. Uh, <laughs> uh, but look, not everything was, was going wrong in Italy at this time. This is also a time when art was really flourishing. Uh, the Renaissance period, which was from the late 14th and into the 15th centuries, produced amazing writers and artists that we still are in awe of today. And by the time we get into the 17th century, when Lasparra was living in Rome, it was the time of Baroque Rome, when architects, artists, and urban planners were being celebrated. This was a bustling city. The printing press had been around for quite some time, right? Gutenberg had invented it in the mid-1400s, which means there was mass production of books, pamphlets, and newspapers. It was also a time when papal patronage transformed Rome. A lot of when you visit Rome, a lot of the sculptures that you see that are there now come from this period. It, it was it's such an influential time for the Romans. And of course, it was also a time of poison. Right? I mean, this is our show. We got to get to it at some point. Poison <laughs> was a part of of everyday life in, in Italy, not just in Rome. And if poison and poisonings were in art form during this time. Uh, you could probably say that La Spara and Giulia Tofana were the finest of their craft. And I, I like to think that if one of them was the Beatles, then the other one was the Rolling Stones. Like they, they came <laughs> up together. <laughs> Though we mentioned that there has been confusion in the historical record about these two women, there was probably no confusing them if you pass them on the street. It has always been suggested that Julia was known for being a great beauty, while by all accounts, Laspara was, she's often described as like a, a little old woman who's kind of ugly. Uh, people frequently referred to her as a hag in their writings about her. I'm going to take <laughs> so back mean. that word for all of us. <laughs> I know. Hag is such a terrible term. <laughs> anyway, so um, she was known as a hag, but she was also known around the city as a sorceress or a witch, depending on who, you know, which which version you wanted to take at that time. She was an astrologer. She was a fortune teller. Um, but those were actually her her side gigs. She was best known as being the head of an all-female secret society that was a lot 
I mean, it was a lot deadlier than like my knitting circle, even though those needles were pointy. Most of the women who attended were young and they came from some of the most elite and wealthy families in the city. <laughs> yeah, my stitching bitch looks pretty benign at this point. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like the things I could do with that crochet hook, you don't want right? to know. <laughs> Listen, I got very nice dressmaker shears. Oh, no. I was just thinking, I didn't even think of the dressmaker shears. Like, it could cause some damage there. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but I never will, because nothing touches those shears but fabric. I don't want to dull the blade. <laughs> so a few of the stories of Laspara's folklore suggest that she took the wealth of these women into consideration when opening her doors to the ladies of Rome and kind of felt that those who were a little more upper class were less likely to talk about the doings of the society than those who were just part of the masses, right? They had more to lose if somebody blabbed. Sure. Is this true? Maybe, but also maybe not. There's no substantiation. So there had to be a reason why these women were collecting at her house. And it wasn't to share recipes or to play games like Bunko used to be popular, you know, <laughs> or whatever the women of Rome did to pass the time in the evening. It was about poisons. Um, specifically, it was to learn how to effectively use poisons and even more specifically, how to kill off a husband to become a wealthy widow. Here's the big difference. Well, one of the big differences between Laspara and Julia. Julia was an apothecary and she focused on helping women get out of abusive situations. And this time in Italy, there was no such thing as divorce, regardless of whether it was through a natural means, um, the teachings of a secret society or the potions of an apothecary to get out of your marriage. You needed your spouse to die. <laughs> and if you That's were it. looking to get wealthy through it and you wanted to affect it. Uh, Laspara was your girl. So yeah, although this is not mentioned in most tellings of Laspara's life, some stories do suggest that she actually used that side hustle of fortune telling to drum up interest in her poisonous society. So Which I think it's really kind of interesting. It's a very um I just picture her going, I have a synergized marketing approach. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) She would tell fortunes and in doing so, she would gain women's trust and she would let them know that she had a solution to their problems. And when they were lured in by that, with that, there was another member to the secret society. So this is another, we don't know if it's true. It's certainly plausible. Um, But it's also still also very plausible that the fortune telling was just a way to support herself with diversified revenue streams. Like she basically was just making sure she had money coming in from as many ways as she could. They met regularly, perhaps even nightly, at Laspara's home where she would supply the instruction and she would supply the poison. So as Julia Tafana's poison was known as Aqua Tafana, the drops that Laspara would dole out were... and. This is a big maybe because the accounts on this name vary. They were possibly known as Aqueta di Perugia, which basically translates into water of Perugia or Perugian water. And Perugia, if, you, if you're not aware, is a city in, in Italy. Laspara primarily worked with a liquid poison that she made herself, and she primarily used arsenic as its main ingredient. Of course she did. Of course she did. We talk about arsenic all the time. (laughs) Let's Um, talk about it some more. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's really, we're just going to rename the show The Arsenic Files. And that's because arsenic has a very long history in agriculture, in homicides, and more. We've covered it ad nauseum on the show. We talk a lot about rat poison, all of the things. All the time. Uh, You know, for centuries, it's been an ingredient in insecticides, rodent poison, wood preservatives, pigments in paint, wallpaper, ceramics. There were also some interesting off-label uses, of course. Yes. Which gave the poison its very ominous nickname that we have also used before, inheritance powder. So... Like Holly was just saying, we talk a lot about the symptoms of arsenic poisoning. But today, I thought maybe we could get into the fundamentals of what it actually does to your body when you consume it, accidentally or not accidentally. Uh, So arsenic works something like this. So it's really all about sulfur, actually. And I'll explain this because following calcium and phosphorus, sulfur is the third most abundant mineral in your body. And it's what's known as an essential element, which means it's something your body needs to keep itself alive. And because arsenic is so strongly attracted to sulfur, binds right to it. So when that happens, your body begins to lose its ability to function properly. And that, of course, can cause a whole bunch of problems. Problems that you have heard us talk about a lot in other episodes. A lot. (laughs) Everything from vomiting and abdominal pain to organ failure. I'm sure there's bleeding internally and all those other things that we have talked about. Every gross thing that's popped out of our mouths (laughs) in relation to this. And as we have said, these are all symptoms that often mimic other conditions from something as benign as food poisoning to something as serious as kidney disease. Because it lacks color, it lacks odor, it doesn't have a taste when you mix it into food or drink, it it became a super popular poison and stayed that way for centuries. And it didn't really hurt that it was so readily available, but it it was available to anyone and everyone in all classes of society. And you really didn't need very much. A fatal dose, we've talked about this before, it's really just about the equivalent in size of a pea, which is less than a tenth of an ounce. So it's just a teeny tiny bit. And Laspara, it wasn't like she was handing out poisons by like the mason jar or gallon or something. She was just supplying drops. Here's your mason jar of poison. No, it's exactly. so it's, it's so like, much <laughs> more discreet than that when it's just a, yes. a few drops. A few drops. So beginning in the 18th century, these so-called off-label uses of arsenic uh, started to wane, and that's mostly because the test for detecting it in bodily fluids, hair, and nails had been developed. We've also talked about that and the the many experts that were evolving into the limelight at the time <laughs> that were sort of becoming famous. But in the 1600s, when Laspara was practicing her trade, those methods had not been developed yet to detect it, and it was most definitely the king of poisons. So we're going to take a little break to hear from our sponsor. And when we return, we're going to talk about how the authorities infiltrated Laspara's secret society. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. 
Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need. Renowned for their exquisite tights, Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes. Clothing that not only promises, but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. The best things in life, they come in twos. Two scoops of ice cream, two tacos. And now for a limited time, get our best deal of the year. Buy any phone when you switch to Consumer Cellular and get two months of service free. That's right, the same fast, reliable nationwide coverage as Big Wireless, now with two months free. Proof the best things in life really do come in twos. Visit ConsumerCellular.com or call 1-888-FREEDOM. Second and third month of monthly base service fee waived for new customers with the purchase of a phone and activation by July 31st, 2024. Taxes, fees, and third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome back to Criminalia. We are at that point in Laspara's story where someone, we're not naming names, 
Although we wish we could. But somebody spilled the beans. <laughs> so now that we know why arsenic was so perfectly deadly, we're going to go back to the secret society, right? So Laspara practiced it for years until... Well, there's always someone who talks, isn't there? Like one person, several people. Well, you only need the one. But it's possible that several women, depending on the account of the story, disclosed during their Catholic confessional that they had poisoned their husbands. And despite the rules of the confessional, where the confession is supposed to be between the penitent and their God, the local priests became alarmed and notified the authorities. And in this instance, those authorities weren't like your local cops. They were Pope Alexander VII and the papal authorities who took immediate, immediate interest in what the secret of the secret society really was, which was a place where women learned how to use poisons. So following some cursory investigation, the papal authorities discovered that there did seem to be an awful lot of young widows living in Rome, mostly wealthy, and most whose young and presumably healthy husbands had suddenly become ill and died. And exactly how they ascertained this, like what their data gathering mechanism right. was, we don't really know. Your guess is as good as ours. We don't know if they went door to door, if they just sort of, if they were just sort of recap. Hey, I do know a young widow. I was just thinking that. Like there's two young women on my street who don't seem to be married anymore. And they just got to put that all together. They have ready cash. They seem very liquid. Um, but right. nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, they put together enough information that they were definitely very suspicious. Naturally, their next step was to get inside the society. So to find out exactly what was going on during those secret meetings, they set up a trap. They hired a, a young, well-heeled woman to infiltrate the group, and she feigned extreme distress over the infidelities of her wealthy and ill-tempered husband. And Laspara, who wasn't suspicious of this at all, she helped women all the time, invited her in and included her in that evening's How to Poison Your Husband seminar. Uh, she also gave her a few drops of a colorless, tasteless, liquid poison to take with her on her way out. Of course, she immediately brought those drops back to her bosses with the papal authorities. And when those drops were analyzed, the liquid was, as they hoped and suspected, a slow-acting poison. They really did hope. <laughs> <laughs> Laspara and a dozen of her associates and pupils were, of course, immediately implicated in running a poison ring. You know, I mean, we're in Rome in the mid-1600s, and there was, of course, torture. Torture during the 17th century in Italy was an entirely legal way to force a confession. You wanted to force a confession, but under Roman law, you couldn't have a conviction without having a confession. So there were several favorite methods of drawing one out. While torture practices were frequently used to punish heretics, it was open season on anyone, really. It, this was considered an art form. Crucifixion was by far one of the most common forms of torture in Roman times, although there were many, many methods to choose from. And to torture a confession out of Laspara, she was put on the rack. Despite being punished on one of the chief instruments of torture at the time in Rome, Laspara didn't confess to committing any crimes at all. However, 
One of her accomplices in the society, a woman named La Gratiosa, did confess under torture. And that's really all they needed under the law. So all 12 women, as well as La Spara and La Gratiosa, were hanged in 1659. But you may be wondering, what about the women who participated in the society and those who had killed their husbands, but maybe were not the instructors? Uh, Those women certainly were not overlooked by the authorities. In addition to the hangings that Maria just mentioned, there was also the matter of the larger group that had taken part in La Spara's instruction. These were wealthy women of Rome, and they were considered guilty, but to a lesser degree because of their status in society. In total, there were about 30 or so women who were publicly whipped through the streets of the city, and some of the highest class women were fined and banished from the city. An additional nine women were ultimately hanged for poisoning a few months later, allegedly also associated with Laspara's society. So... Despite the torture and the hangings and the whippings and the banishment, the methods used by the authorities to take the hard line against poisonings really didn't actually do anything to stop the poisonous practices across the city. Laspara, and for that matter, Julia Tafana as well, were certainly not the only vendors in town. And Roman women and men continued to poison their spouses and family members as a way to gain wealth and power. But at the end of the day... The authorities were doing the same thing. (laughs) Uh, Rome. Poisonous Rome. Rome in the 17th century. An interesting place to be. (laughs) So, I hear that you have a beverage called the Poison Society Punch that maybe the ladies could have sipped on while they were learning about their poisons. That's exactly correct. Uh, Yeah, so for What's Your Poison this week, I couldn't get away from the idea of entertaining a bunch of people in your home as you taught them how to poison and it, I just, I love the idea of the poison society. I want shirts. I, I want, you know. I want them to have had a secret knock. Like, right. I want all of it. Like, <laughs> I, I totally do. And I thought it would be fun. Uh, of course, I uh, think about what one might serve as refreshments at such an event. <laughs> Always the host, so, Holly. Like, <laughs> so, yes, I came up with poison society punch. Uh, This is a super duper simple recipe, and it is because the thinking here is that it's something I just made myself. I will tell you, I made myself one as a test. I took a sip and I immediately (laughs) made my second one. I didn't even wait to finish the first one. And I literally walked over to the couch to sit down and watch TV with two drinks in my hand, which probably sounds terrible, but it was really delicious. So Holly, by the way, when she was doing this, texted me and I was like, she's got to be at least like two or three punch drinks in at this point. Just two. (laughs) And the good thing is it's not a heavy hitter because if you're serving punch at a party, you don't want to get everybody wasted. You just want to keep like chatter flowing and keep everybody in a good mood. Like that's the whole point of an alcoholic punch usually. Especially at a poison party. Like you need to keep people kind of. Keep your wits about you. Right. Not necessarily sober, but you got to know what's going on. (laughs) Mm, Yes. So and also, again, because it is a punch, uh, it has to be easy to throw together and something you can scale up. So even though I only made them as singular drinks, which is how I'll describe it, you'll see that it's very easy. If you are like, that sounds delicious. I want to make it myself Uh, for a huge punch bowl. You can scale it up. No problem. So it's literally four ounces of cranberry juice, four ounces of champagne or sparkling wine of your choice. And an ounce of amaretto. We have not used amaretto yet this season. Have we have we? not. This I reached the- deep into the liquor cabinet and was like, why have I not used this yet? 
like legit again so delicious i took one sip and was like oh i'm making another now um and it is it's it's not heavy i also used um a a diet cranberry juice because i i don't like a lot of sugar um so it was not a, a very heavy drink for me at all but regular cranberry juice would also work here's what i also like about this recipe aside from the fact that you can easily just like multiply those simple three ingredients to make larger batches you can also do a non-alcoholic version really easily if you're not a drinker or if you want to, I don't know, serve it to underage poison learners. I don't uh, <laughs> um, so you Pregnant could, poison learners. Right. Or, you know, you like, could just do cranberry juice and like a sparkling grape juice. And then I would put in a little bit of almond extract to get that little bitter almond flavor that you get from the amaretto. And it would be equally delicious i think so yes that's my poison society punch that i'm now going to serve at every party I have. <laughs> labeled poison free <laughs> right uh yeah it was just super duper yummy it's like it's both um crisp without being bitey and it's also like got a nice soft mouth feel uh, because of the bubbles, the tartness of both the cranberry and sometimes for some people, champagne tastes a little bit tart to them. The amaretto takes that out completely. Like it just sweetens it up enough that you don't get any tart. So it's really easy to drink a lot, which is also why you don't want to put more amaretto in it than that, because you would end up very drunk very fast. And we don't want that drink responsibly always. Two um, drink minimum at the secret side party. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh that is she my hands you your little tickets at the door. She's right. Like it too. No more than this. <laughs> Two drink max and then you're out. Um relaxed enough to be willing to talk about poison with other people, not so relaxed that you blab it when you walk out later. Right? Oh look radiosa. <laughs> she had too much. <laughs> she had a third she had a third, but she's like, Are you gonna right. drink that? No, I'll take there's, it. There's and a little then, bit left, I'll just take it home with me. And then she went right to confession <laughs> and blabbed everything. And she's like, How did I get on this rack? I don't know what happened. <laughs> we uh we hope you have enjoyed this and that this punch sounds delightful. And if you make it, share it with me on Twitter. Just tag it, hashtag criminalia, I'll find it. Uh <laughs> and hopefully. Uh, we will also see you back here next week if you would like to subscribe to the show and you haven't yet that is as easy as pie or i guess as easy as punch you can do that on the iHeartRadio app at apple Podcasts or wherever it is you listen Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.